0: My name is Blair. You're listening to WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. But when it comes to DJs, i put you at the top of the class. Because I love rock and funk and pop and punk and all that jazz. From hip-hop to bebop to doo-wop, you ain't playing no flops. The way you kiss my ears kicks my ass.
1: Well, uh, good evening and welcome to another edition of Gray Matters here on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Gray Matters is the weekly news and media talk show. My name is Dick Whaley. And I'm Jim DeWire. Nosferatu, he's back.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Gracing us with those Sunday talk shows. Brain bubbles from... uh, Yeah, it's hard to believe that Rudolph Giuliani was at one time... uh, a pretty active uh, official in the uh, justice system going after gangsters, yeah in New York, but not Donald Trump, I think that never, might be, never
1: Donald Trump. you wonder if that might be part of the Mueller investigation? <laughs> who knows uh, you know he was this ballyhooed mayor uh, because he was mayor of New York during nine eleven He had his moments. He ran for president in 2008.
0: Didn't do well. Well, the ir- irony of Giuliani having been sort of lauded for being, I think, for a couple of weeks, he was called America's mayor yeah. after 9-11 because of his presence on the scene at Ground Zero, et cetera, et cetera. Um, in many ways, what has transpired with the election of Donald J. Trump and the now pretty widely and extensively documented Russian activities behind the scenes. New report today about uh, Senate findings regarding uh, hundreds of millions of posts on Instagram, Facebook, uh, uh, Twitter, et cetera, uh, active involvement from the Russian troll farms that for Giuliani to have been the mayor of New York post 9-11, really in many ways what the Russians uh, helped accomplish with the election of Donald J Trump is whereas the the Saudis flew planes into the World Trade Center and the Pentagon the Russians pretty much flew Donald Trump into the FBI like right into the building cuz smash
1: yeah and, and he's he's been you know let's remember that he visited the Soviet Union in 1987 he's been regarded as a Rudy No,
0: Trump. Oh, well, Trump, yeah.
1: He's been regarded as a potential, quote, asset, because as one investigative journalist put it so eloquently, he had money problems and zipper problems. And we've seen the money and zipper problems uh, erupt again this week. Uh, Yeah, a lot of... Trump's ever-changing story is is remarkable. (laughs) The first thing I did was I wanted to make sure there wasn't any campaign money involved. That, That was his story about... Six months ago, of course, he denied that payments were ever made. Now he's accusing Cohen of being a liar. That's all, a, by the way, a separate investigation. That's got nothing to do with Mueller. And I think that Mueller is looking at the at the money
0: connections, mm-hmm. really, more than the Russian well, the, angle. The, I think the Russian angle and the money angle are intertwined. Yeah. And I think that's what's going to emerge over the long haul is the way in which Trump was groomed. uh it, it, in a very real way, by Russian interests. Uh, He's the perfect patsy for this operation. And let's
1: remember that his first wife was uh, Ivana, uh, a Czech citizen. Uh, This is the mother of Ivanka and uh, the older sons who are in this up to their eyeballs. Who knows? Mm. Now, I'm not suggesting that she might have been a recruited Eastern Eastern European spy, but who knows? Uh, Honey traps are a known tactic of the Soviet Secret Service. They've been using these for years. There's some evidence, by the way, from my looking into the Whitaker Chambers case, that he might have been a victim of a homosexual honey trap. Joe Alsop was, for instance, compromised uh, when he paid a visit to Moscow by a handsome, blonde fellow from...
0: Well, remember, too, that blackmail in these political, you know, high-level political figures can be used not just to pressure people to do things, but also not to do things. And when, Butina is another classic. Butina is, I was just going to say, yeah. this Butina case is going, it's just getting started. I'm really kind of excited about this one because the ease with which she penetrated sure. uh, upper levels of sort of... Uh, advised consultant type of uh, Republican lobbyist figures, and most particularly the NRA uh, and all of the money that the NRA has given to uh, Republican uh, candidates over the years, primarily Republican candidates they give to anybody who will uh, vote their way. But uh, of all organizations for the Russians to manipulate and use against uh, American democratic institutions, the NRA is... uh, Shocking and and appalling, and I think that we're going to see uh, emerging from this Butina case a wide range of Republicans who will also be tarred with this Russian money brush.
1: <clears throat> Paul Ryan. Yeah, well, Butina, it's interesting. Even was able to ask Donald Trump a question. Yeah, one of those in, f- in which yep. Trump made a facetious remark about Putin, uh, claiming that mm-hmm. Putin was Obama's best friend. Uh, so it makes you wonder, and she allegedly uh met Eric Trump at some sort of social function eric trump I, I believe it was eric trump um but it's interesting when uh some investigators were looking into trump's connections to Russia back in twenty thirteen This is from the new york times's um five ten eighteen Editorial, Mr. Trump's shadowy money trail, the golf writer James Dodson said last year that during a visit to a Trump golf course in 2013, Eric told him of his family's company financing, quote, well, we don't rely on American banks. We have all the funding we need out of Russia. And of course, it's well established that Trump Tower uh, was used to... Allow Russian oligarchs and gangsters who have been pilfering money out of the former Soviet Union for years to buy <clears throat> condos in New York, buy citizenship in effect. Uh, this is something, by the way, that's erupted in the uh, Brexit debate in Great Britain about money laundering. Uh, R- Russians are very enamored in buying property in Florida. New York City, London. Uh, These are places that have, uh, uh, shall we say, protective laws for wealthy people. Like F. Scott Fitzgerald said, and I'm paraphrasing here, the rich are not like you and me.
0: Well, uh, real quickly, doubling back to the Butina case, one thing that's not really being talked about, but I think it's fair game to speculate, On is why is she cooperating? This is very unusual for she's not technically officially a Russian spy. She's sort of a freelance operative who is being managed in some way by one of the uh, oligarchs. She's a cook. Yeah, Um, a a, a specific and particular oligarch named Alexander Torshin, who oh, uh, sort of spontaneously uh, retired. A week and a half ago and has not been reachable for comment well this is like back when Brezhnev used to get sure. a cold um, right. oh he's down with the sniffles you can't see him now is torsion still alive and is he in a gulag someplace has he been put po- who knows he's who knows.
1: Knows. in his uh,
0: i'm sure he's got a very lovely one yeah oms. <laughs> <laughs> the, the oms Dhaka district is, is on the other side of the ural mountains it's beautiful uh he's not reachable yeah uh but it looks pretty clear to me that marina butina cannot go back home if if torsion's in trouble because their operation was exposed um She's probably realized, well, um, I'm safer in an American prison, yeah. and I, I may as well be in the comfortable prison.
1: Right. So, Solitary confinement, no less. Yeah,
0: exactly. So I maybe I'll share some
1: notes. With her uh, Republican operative boyfriend, whose name escapes me. Uh, Paul Erickson, I think. But um, he uh, has a kind of a interesting similarity to Victor Buono. <laughs> <laughs> And I mentioned the Batman uh, <laughs> reference. <laughs> he, King Tut. He played King Tut. Because uh, Trump reminds me of Batman once in, oh. in the, uh, the room where the walls are collapsing all in on him. I think oh, right. the Riddler or the Joker. Yeah. Were, or the Penguin was behind it. One of the three. One of the usual suspects. Oh, chum, we're in a tight spot now. <laughs> and, of course, it looked like Batman was doomed. But uh, the Cape Crusader
0: got away. Well, I, And Trump I think, is not Batman. No, no utility belt or quick thinking, you know, uh, skill set here at all. I, this is one trapped individual. I mean, there are a number of investigations on There's the so collusion many, front, the obstruction of, front, now. the inaugural fund itself, of course, we now know was fraudulently distributed. Um, the Trump Charitable Foundation Um the campaign finance felony that uh, Cohen has uh, pled guilty to and that the federal judge himself has acknowledged the president as a conspirator therein.
1: Yeah. And, the, the, and for instance, this emollient, uh, emolument case is going forward. Um, I failed to bring in my uh, quote from the uh, Pennsylvania Constitution. I'll try and bring that in next week, which is sort of the origin of the concept of the American constitutional idea about emoluments and accountable government, uh, in which um, officials, both in the, quote, legislative and executive branch, and I'm paraphrasing here, I'll try and bring in the exact uh, um, document next week, copy of the document, in which both the executive and legislative uh, uh, members of the leadership and uh, the government are accountable to the people, and that our system does not allow for individuals to personally benefit and or their family. And it's interesting that now what's emerging about, for instance, the inauguration funding, uh, where there are all kinds of questions. uh, This, of course, was uh, created as a, I think they're called 501c3 nonprofit corporations, um, they took in big, uh, money from Saudi officials that stayed at the hotels, buying access through the back door, through the front door. Sheldon Adelson, uh, donated $5 million. And it turns out that, um, the, the, the main contract was awarded to an entertainment company that had been created, um, Right after Trump was elected and that this, the owner of this uh, so-called uh, subcontractor corporation took in $27 million of this inaugural money, who she, she turns out to be a personal friend and assistant to Melania Trump. So it seems that there was a lot of money sloshing around even before Trump became president. And we've seen, by the way, in recent uh, with some of the recent resignations, uh, Zinke, not not including Jeff Sessions, but uh, Scott Pruitt, Wilbur Ross uh, is rumored to be out the door, Zinke. These are all people with exceedingly questionable, um, shall we say, uh, stuffing one's pockets with uh, meetings with donors and corporations Scott Pruitt had some sort of interest in cheek fillet um, franchise. To get his wife
0: a franchise, yeah, and
1: Donald Trump mattresses, whatever the hell those are, <laughs> used mattresses, uh, soiled from from Russia, perhaps <laughs> part of the Donald Trump personal <clears throat> uh, goods uh, catalog. You know the steaks, the water, the vodka, on and on we've got everything for sale
0: well yeah, everything is for sale with Trump everything was for sale with Trump I think he's in a position now <laughs> unlike one he's ever been in before where he can't buy his way out of any of these investigations there are no settling out of court 25 million dollar checks he can write for Trump University fraud Um and Lord only knows what the National Enquirer had in David Pecker's safe. The name is Pecker, David Pecker. <laughs> yeah, well,
1: who knows? Uh, you know, the he, good stuff. The good stuff. I think Trump stuff you don't want to know. Trump might be finished if there's one of those mm, little buy-offs for an abortion. I'm just speculating on mm. that. But uh, you gotta, you gotta almost believe that Trump paid for an abortion at some point in his somewhere down the line his career. He uh, was known not to use protection, according to uh, informed observers. <laughs> Let's just say it that way. women with firsthand experience, literally, <laughs> literal firsthand oh, experience. Um, so yeah, Trump is is getting it from all directions, and of course, what did we see last week? This uh, staged uh, meeting with. With Chuck and
0: Nancy about the wall. Yeah, and that was Trump's idea. He waved. The the, the cameras weren't supposed to be there. Yeah, and then he said, "Oh, we'll open it up. Bring and- it on in. We'll have transparency." Mike Pence
1: and- is like sitting there with his hands on his yeah, well, on his legs going. I think I got to go to the bathroom.
0: <laughs> <a> very <laughs> careful control of body movement from Mike Pence. He saw his foot tap a couple times. His fingers tightened at one point. No facial expression <laughs> no. change. It was like he- I mean, he is a bobblehead. We've we've already uh, pretty much secured that fact, but a bizarre performance from him. Pelosi and Schumer just sort of allowed it to play out. I mean, Schumer could barely contain his laughter. Yeah, he's laughing. And uh, Pelosi, of course,
1: um, shot Trump down pretty effectively. And, and I hate to say this, but where is the media with their amnesia here? Um, the Senate had four votes on immigration in February. They had a DACA vote. It got about 53 to 55 votes. McConnell killed it. They had a wall vote. It got 39 votes. That's why Paul Ryan didn't take up the matter. Mm -hmm. So Trump is trying to push this wall thing out at the last second as a massive distraction, claiming he would be proud to shut down the government over the wall and, quote, border security, uh, which we know is all a fantasy on his part. And uh, just this past week, it's reported that uh, deportations are at an all-time record. And so are uh, asylum applications. So if Trump would quit talking about the problem so much, it might go away. But he's creating such a spectacle and he's completely misplaying his cards here. And obviously it it is part of the distraction from the continuing, uh, shall we say, correction in the American economy. We've seen over the past two months Um, $10 trillion of American wealth go up in the air. Of course, that wealth never existed. It was on paper. It was stock values. But when you have reputable Wall Wall Street companies pointing out that this is the worst time in decades in which all assets in America are are declining, uh, including uh, bond investments, commodities investments, real estate, gold, um... And that you're, quote, better off putting your money under the mattress. Just make sure it's not a Donald Trump mattress. His hand <laughs> might, <very> absorbent. <laughs> might be there. They're very absorbent. It's the return of the thing. What was that? The
0: Munsters? Uh, Adam's family. Adam's the family. hand in the box, yeah.
1: Yeah, the thing is back with Nosferatu uh, close by. <laughs> Giuliani... When he's not uh, lobbying for foreign governments, which is what he's been doing
0: on a, yeah, like uh, in a spare time, Bahrain and uh, Emirates, you know, Gulf state type of places. Um, Lots of loose cash floating around there. Uh, Hard to tell what Giuliani is really up to, and uh, the extent. Even harder to determine the extent to which he's aware of what he's up to. Because some of his i mean clearly he's more in the public relations wing of Trump's legal team, which is about as well stocked as his staff is yeah it's it's been it's been in remission <laughs> barrel scraping uh <laughs> mode uh i mean when you're uh what's the phrase that uh Mulvaney wanted uh the temporary acting chief of staff because he doesn't want to give up his other gig. He's got two of those because that's a real gig. (laughs) Um, That's a real job. And This is not going to go well. There is no such thing as a chief of staff in the conventional sense for a a person like Trump. But I mean, Mulvaney, just before the uh, November 2016 election was on record as having said, uh, these are the two most unlikable candidates for president in American history. Uh, I'm plugging my nose and going with Trump, even though I think he's a horrible person. And that's your chief of staff. That's the best guy you can find for the job. Well, that means f- nobody wanted that Nobody job.
1: wants it. And, of course, he is literally one of the last men standing. Trump's uh, much ballyhooed cabinet. The best people. The highest IQ cabinet in American history, he claimed. The most ethical cabinet in American history. Uh, estimated net worth of his cabinet, $61 billion spent. Uh, and we've seen numerous uh, members of Trump's uh, high IQ cabinet make some pretty dumb mistakes. Uh, and you got to love Zinke going to work uh, on his first day of work by riding a horse and <laughs> down Pennsylvania Avenue. Talk about a stunt! Boy, that was a good one. But then, of course, it emerged that he was not a conver- conservationist. He was uh, in the in the, the the hands of the oil drillers that oil drilling is going way up on federal lands, that fracking is polluting all sorts of rural areas where the water and the aquifers are getting uh, contaminated. Uh, They've relaxed the restrictions on pollutants dumpable into uh, water. Yeah, I mean, there is a big downside to fracking that they're not, uh, unfortunately, reporting the full story on. They're just talking about lower oil prices and... America's production is is up, up, up. Well, there's a cost to pay for that, and uh, it's going to be paid in the long term. Uh, Water in 50 years will be far more valuable than oil, in my opinion. There's always going to be some quantity of oil in the global economy. After all, it is used in uh, production of things like plastics, They're not going away. In fact, uh, they're ending up in the oceans, floating around. Mm -hmm. Uh, That might even be a perfect spot for Donald J. Trump when he gets banished from the United States to set up
0: an island of That famous barge filled with garbage that was refused admittance into port after port all around the globe. That's the perfect resting place for Donald J. Trump. Well, and barge like that when
1: China basically told the United States well over a year ago that they were no longer accepting American recyclables from our uh, incompetent uh, citizenry that somehow throws bowling balls in uh, recycle bins, uh, and and they were just dealing with so much contamination they didn't want to deal with it anymore, and they didn't have any more space. Uh, America has now got a solid waste problem. It's building uh, every day all over uh, America. And one wonders why Trump doesn't use the material to build the wall himself. (laughs) Uh, The wall is one of those symbolic so-called campaign promises that Donald Trump knows. If he doesn't get it and by the end of the week, he ain't never going to get it because the Democrats, when they take over and. January are simply never going to approve anything like that. Now, superficial walls or you know, sensors, I I mean one of the one of the sort of myths about this whole debate is that there already is a a wall on half the border. It's been it's being it's been erected for right. many many
0: decades and now. And some of those walls have doors and gates through which people who have a legal right to apply for and seek Refugee status uh, have been traditionally permitted to pass through and to go through that process and fill out the paperwork. This last week we had a small child die when the large number of these, you know, correct, proper procedural places of entry have been officially closed yeah uh, and so you know you've walked two thousand miles with your small children to try to get in. you're gonna have to go a little bit longer this way around, and uh you know these people wouldn't go through the deserts if they were allowed to come in through the correct way, which is all anybody wants to try to do anyway
1: well and the and building more war more walls, so to speak, is gonna cost a lot of money. There's a lot of issues involving eminent domain private property owners have. Backyards that literally abut the Rio Grande River. This is the, Trump sort of pretends that there's been nothing going on on this wall thing for for decades. And Although he openly lied
0: at the Schumer Pelosi yeah. meeting by saying, "Oh, you know, we actually big chunks of it are already built. Uh, we don't talk. Maybe we should talk more about that." That that is incorrect. That is factually just flat out false well and and he's it's just a
1: symbolic obsession that he has uh i you know why people in north dakota care about a wall uh 2000 miles away is incomprehensible to me there's no threat there but this is part of the propaganda threat that uh, the media is very adept at hyping they they do it all the time about all kinds of issues they ignore real threats uh and and overplay phony threats. You know, it's interesting. I was coming back from New York City. I'm on a shuttle bus coming back to Ann Arbor and I see a woman driving down 96 texting. She's driving at Mm -hmm. 75 miles an hour, passing traffic. She cuts in front of the bus. Her car weaves in and out of lanes for the next mile. And I'm just like, unbelievable that people are doing these kinds of things. And you can be innocently driving on the freeway and have some idiot like mm-hmm. this. Total disregard for your safety. Um, these are the real the, the real threats that we have to worry about. Uh, and, and we're not uh, dealing with our real problems, unfortunately. We're manufacturing hysteria. Uh, one of the reasons I mention that, by the way, is I noticed over the weekend that William Bloom a longtime contributor to the covert action quarterly passed away at the age of 85 um he wrote some very good stuff in that publication in the 80s and uh late 70s and 90s about america's covert actions abroad and the destabilization of of governments all over the globe and his book uh, rogue state a guide to the world's only superpower is his famous uh, book uh, Well worth reading. I don't agree with everything in it, but uh, it's a perspective, an alternative perspective uh, that is uh, quite necessary, in my opinion, in Covert, understanding yeah. the complications of of American
0: foreign policy. And uh, that publication, Covert Action Information Bulletin was an invaluable resource during the Reagan years uh, with all of Reagan and H.W. Bush's connections to right-wing nationalist groups in uh, Eastern Europe, for example, or military hunters and death squads in Central and South America. Which, by the way, are part of the current immigration problem Mm -hmm.
1: today. In other words, the destabilization of El Salvador, in which one-seventh of the country fled in the 80s and then were allowed in Uh, Under an amnesty bill that Reagan passed in 86, there's no mention of any of this in in this recurring immigration debate that we're having. Um, It's interesting, by the way, just over the past week to see in both France and in uh, Great Britain with the Brexit uh, uh, debacle for May that she survived the vote of no confidence and she's going to be around for one more year. But her policy of trying to push through Brexit is not working. So, And at the heart of the British issue was the free movement of people. Mm-hmm. These migration problems have to be dealt with. There's a kind of a denial going on in which countries are going into this nationalistic cocoon uh, disguised as racism. But they're not dealing with the fact that there are millions... Tens of millions of people globally that are fleeing wars,
0: famine, global warming. Oh, yes. And, you know, the refugee problem is only going to get worse as the environmental uh, consequences of the failure of uh, governments worldwide to get serious about activating some earnest and, uh, you know, potentially successful measures to address these issues. We're going to see coastal regions affected, uh, you know, fish die-offs, uh, large scale, uh, inabilities to provide adequate food supplies. Uh, so the refugee crisis, uh, ain't going to get better anytime soon.
1: It's not. And by the way, a lot of asylum laws were written right after the second world war as a response to the problems of, uh,
0: the, the Jews and the uh, being denied uh, ref, ref, it, refuge indeed yeah yeah absolutely and and let's not forget since we're in the holiday season it'll be interesting to see what if any uh quote unquote christmas comments uh the president may or may not make, since, uh Christ our Lord himself and his own mother and father were refugees. Yes, indeed. That's a big part of the old Christmas story. Well, out of
1: time, a time for us to cut out here on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Thanks to Andrew for engineering. Do stay tuned. to Yazoo City Calling is coming up next on this fine station. Thursday nights at 7, you might need to Face the Music, with Washtenaw County's longest-running all-purpose specialty show. Face the Music, utilizing cultural residue as a cipher in order to unlock, subvert, and redefine the mysteries of the human gene-